If you have been asking if healing is real, stick around and find out that healing is for real. And we don't mean maybe. My name is Tony. And I am Zane. And we are two witnesses and representatives of the miraculous gospel of healing. Welcome to the Miraculous Gospel of Healing. I'm yes, Tony sir. Myers. And I'm Zinpeer. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> 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 I interrupt you that way, sorry. <laughs> and that one is the boom. Exactly. <laughs> and I am the bam. Indeed, indeed. All right, so the last episode... We talked about a whole bunch of different things. Exactly. Yeah, we, we, we talked about the old covenant. And then we started, we went to the garden. Mm-hmm. Good talk. Good talks. And then we went to the wrath of God, as people think of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were explaining all of this. We left off with explaining that guess who created the garden mm. Mm. <laughs> it was not god did not plant the tree of knowledge of good and evil hmm. now i'm gonna let i gave a real quick recap and i want to give zane the opportunity to give a quick recap as well so we just just as this recap as Holy Brother Tony is saying, we need to understand that the whole narrative that God created the garden to attempt to take created the garden or created the tree to tempt man was never it, it is not it does not belong in the biblical paradigm. It's actually something that was invented in Westernized world because we have a system of a culture that actually has taught us to see things as spectators and as victims. Whilst they see everything from the inside out, we actually see things from afar. All our concepts so we have a tendency to read the text and we read it like a movie instead of really understanding that the text is actually flowing from the inside of man out so it it is written and this boggles most people's mind it is written by john who said in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god all things were made they said the same in the beginning the same was in the beginning with god and all things were made by him and without him wasn't anything made that was made and Jesus identifies as the word, but he identifies as the first and the last, which means it is Yahweh man that multiplied this garden, that created this garden, and therefore he is responsible for the creation of the tree of the knowledge of the tree of life, which is also there's a reference there to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the purpose of the tree, because people think that the knowledge of good and evil is also bad. Knowledge of good and evil is just a different way of saying wisdom in the in the prophetic context. So you can see the tree of wisdom. And it, what it did basically in, the multipli in multiplying or creating the garden, man basically was created like heaven and earth, and he multiplied heaven and, heaven and earth after his own kind. So if he created, if he called it the garden of Eden, he had to be the garden, and he multiplied the garden after his own kind. Because his law is that every spirit reproduces after his own kind. So the tree that you're looking at 
was actually meant to mirror a function of man because you could put the garden and the man together and see that see what is the role of certain components of god's spirit in the man you could see it in the garden manifesting in a particular way and so the wisdom that was working in man was represented by the tree in the garden and so what caused the problem is that he used the tree to cultivate him instead of actually remaining as father over the tree that is actually giving context to the creation so this is not anything that god did this is actually as james rightfully put it in holy brother tony's words it is man's thoughts that actually got him got mankind here that had nothing to do with god god didn't tempt anybody and in fact when jesus mentions evil who does he point to mm. look at peter and the famous satan being a title being right. the title that peter at this point assumes exactly jesus tells peter get thee behind me satan why because you're a hindrance to me mm -hmm. because you love the things of men right right two types of wisdom mm -hmm. godly wisdom the wisdom of christ and man's wisdom and you see whenever jesus is referring to evil is referring to man's thoughts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Heart of man. The heart of man. <clears throat> and with that said, and, go ahead. And that's what he was referring to even when he said, you know, every tree, you know, you know the you know the the, um, the tree by its fruit. It's all men who is actually assuming these rules and playing all these thoughts. And the problem is we don't even go by that. Hmm. We don't look at the man's fruits. We look at does he believe like I believe? Nessa nonsense, eh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't look to see what fruit is coming forth. Anyway. We look to see well. Does he believe that you have to be water baptized? Because if he don't, he's of the devil. <laughs> that song so that song so hilarious. It's not funny. Just listening to it, it's so hilarious. <laughs> you know, that's we're like, not judging the fruit. No, you ain't judging the fruit at all. You know what they're doing? It's the same thing as and this pretty much reveals the, the lack of logic. Do you judge a next tree because of how the tree shape? But it's like you're saying that tree and this tree had to be the same because it have the same shape on the top of the tree. Instead of actually identifying somebody could have passed and trimmed the tree. And you're watching two trees so have the same shape and saying, well, there's the same tree. Can you discern difference in a tree by the shape of the tree? That's not even no. making sense. Nope. That's not even making sense. And, and that's where we get all hung up on 
theology. Yes, sir. Doctrine. And instead of what fruit is it? But, but that's the thing about, about a paradigm that lacks power. When you lack power, then you, you actually have no other thing to go on but feelings and perspectives, philosophy. And so it is understanding this, God's true nature, which is within us, when we cultivate his nature, mm -hmm. because we were made. Look, after everything, you get like kind. There was no difference in that. Yeah. What's the like kind of God? We are. Woo! <laughs> so, somebody raid tar and feather us right now. God created us. So he created like kind. Yeah. Which which by the way eliminates the title. I just actually this morning somebody actually came onto our TikTok and started to start to actually put all their perspectives. You know? Comment, <laughs> comment after comment, right? And say, well, I know that. Yeah, or Jehovah, they used to say Jehovah. I know that Jehovah is my father. That's why I, I know I am a sinner. Well, wait a you minute. hear me? What? <laughs> How what? can that be? So, my response was, brother, the garden <laughs> law is every spirit reproduces after its own kind. So, if you are a sinner, God is not your father, Satan is. Think about it. <laughs> 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 so if you actually saying that you're serving God and you love God and God is your father and you're saved by grace because you're the sinner, no, 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 no. God is not your father because God is not a sinner. God is perfect. And if you're saying that God is your father, then you cannot say that you're a sinner. You're actually identifying with a different tree. Right? A different spirit. Wow. We went there, brother. <laughs> But that's what we do, right? <laughs> <laughs> we go there. <laughs> so therefore, all right, we know God is not sin. Mm -hmm. He is not a sinner. Mm -hmm. We know God is pure and holy and love. Yeah, yeah. So watch this. How then... Can God deny what's already been provided? That's a good question. God can't deny healing. He can't. He's already put his healing inside of us because he produced us. We're like kind. So, so here's something in particular that I have found personally that contributes to this idea that they have to get healing out externally. It comes from the whole westernized concept of God in the sky, and you have to receive the blessings from on high. That the blessings have to fall. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically how they live in. Right. But as the scripture is, wherever 
the concept exists in the Bible. You just need to go back to its first mention. The first right. mention gives you the context of its usage. If you look for blessing, you'll take it back to Genesis 1. And do you know, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, but I got to say this. Go ahead. Most preachers have no clue about first. What he first mentioned. Most do not have any clue. The Holy Spirit, when I when, when I first got the Bible in my hands, mm. before I even knew what to call him. Right. Where's it mentioned first? And he showed me first mention. Wow. Wow. And, and then I heard somebody mention it, right? Right. But then as, as I was interacting with other ministers, I would be like, do, do, you, do you understand where the first mention came in? And they're like, what's first mention? Wow. It blew my ever-loving mind <laughs> that these preachers never, ever understood first mention. Wow. When it became such, that's the first thing that would come to my mind was, right. All right, where's the mention first? Yeah, that's, that should be, it should be logical. And that's how you get the thorn in the flesh. That's how you derive its correct meaning. From exactly. First exactly. Where was it mentioned first? What was, the, what was the concept? Exactly. Exactly. And that's where we screw up so big, is we don't. Most people, if they ever knew about first mention, never utilize it. That's, but it's that's, huge. It is. I would say huge. It, 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 it actually, if you do not know that law of how that script is written and what the law first mention is, you have to overhaul your whole Christianity. But, okay, I'm going to say this. Most people's Christianity needs to be totally overhauled. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Throw it all away. Start fresh. I, I would highly recommend that. Be, because that, and I know this isn't the topic, but I got to say this. Right. This is why we have so many pastors turning to atheism. Because mm. instead of starting out fresh, when, they're, when they decide to start learning the truth, then they find out how all their theology is wrong, not just one thing. And then they want to go through deconstruction. Which is the worst thing that you could do there. And then they get everything blown out of their sails. Their mind is literally blown. Hmm. And so they go from loving God to completely the opposite and it it then that, that's why they turned to atheism because they have no clue where to even start so instead of deconstruction you start over yeah if the, the building is so corrupt 
then why are you going to try to do patch jobs for each wall? Why are you going to try to run brand new electric wires in a building where everything needs to come down? Well, that's exactly it. Because the construction... It is a lot easier and better to start from ground zero. Yeah. One, recognize ground zero is what me and Zane been talking about. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You truly get that, one, the garden perspective, who God is, he is love. He is not wrathful as the Western mindset dictates wrath to be. He's in passionate pursuit of us, his creation. So with all of this, How can we doubt that he's already given us our healing? And so the moment that we have that, that switch flipped, yeah. that's when we start walking in divine health. Yeah, it was the first mention of blessing is found in Genesis. And if you go back to Genesis, anybody can go back to Genesis, whether it's the blessing of the animals or the blessing of the man in Genesis 128, the blessing is actually installed in your nature. Your nature is the blessing. It's not something that you receive externally. It's something that exists inside of you as your mechanical makeup. And those that got a problem with Zane calling the snake, saying uh, the snake is not a mercenary. <laughs> right there in your King James Version, it calls the snake a helper. Yeah. Just in the let, previous chapter. Let us find man a helper. And all the animals were created to be helpers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all in your Bible. Didn't make it up. <laughs> it's right there. The truth, the truth is right there. Yeah. The problem is, is too much theology and not enough spirit, because it's the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. He and guided me. Somebody who was an atheist didn't even own a Bible. And guess what? He led me correctly, even though everybody around me thought I was a heretic. Hmm. Now, am I still growing? Absolutely. Is Zane still growing? Mm hmm. Uh, I, I was going to give you a compliment and, said, and would say you're perfect, but. <laughs> However, I still growing this. I still learning, still learning and growing and applying things. Like. We are all growing and maturing. <laughs> yeah. But where did we start out at? Because if we start out trying to deconstruct, it will drive you insane. It would. It would. And I'm talking literally. 
And by the way, do you know that, and I'm going to get fried over this one, but people with mental illnesses, the majority of time, they are, have religious mindsets. Hmm. Let me phrase that another way. Parasitical mindsets because it does not breed a healthy being. It not breed a life. Um, I think, Zane, didn't you have an article about the religious mindset and how Paul, uh, the way you explained in that article is really good. Yeah, I was, I was actually saying in the article that you can actually, so the Bible is, it functions like an encyclopedia of spirit or mindset. And you can see the progression of the spirit, the religious spirit or the religious mindset by Paul before he actually met Jesus, where he spent all of his time learning all of this theology. He becomes passionate about it. And then he begins to antagonize others. It begins to take life. And became what? Insane. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. guarantee, if you were to ask Paul, he would say, yes, I was insane at the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's the same thing that what I, what I was using in the article to actually identify is that, especially right now in the age of technology and social media, that is so now it's become part of life. You can look on social media and see that that's exactly what religious do. They're running around on everybody's posts trying to antagonize them because they believe something that they don't believe, and then they begin to attack them, which is mentally killing them. You're not doing it physically, but you're mentally killing them. And what you're doing is, in, in the law of reproducing after your own kind, you're reproducing your mental health issues upon others. There's food for thought. <laughs> yeah. So even... So, even in the context of what we're saying here, if you go back to garden and you notice that the blessing is installed in you as your nature, then you should not be looking towards God to say, God, heal me. What you should be asking is, Holy Spirit, reveal to me how to live in this. How do I actually live from the Spirit within me to actually function in this and to, and to, live, to live from it? Because it's your nature. Healing is your nature. Say that again. Healing is your nature. And here's the truth. <clears throat> Just a few moments with people and talking to them. Most people at some point in their lives had experienced a miracle. And yes, it sir. happened almost automatically. Mm-hmm so automatically that they had forgotten about it. Hmm. And we're talking about literally things that have been going on for the person for years. Suddenly healed. And yet it takes, they've forgotten it so much, there has to be a trigger for them to remember. Oh, wait a minute. I was healed. I used to now. I used to experience this, and I used to experience that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the, then, 
because we're seeking healing outwardly, right? Your right. energy is where your focus is. So if we're focused outwardly, then how can the Holy Spirit lead you to your healing when mm. you're not listening? Yeah. You have closed it off. Mm-hmm. You have said, I'm going about this way. I'll do it this way. I'll do it this way. It says seeking from within where the source is, we're looking to bring it into us from the outside world. Yeah. It don't work like that, Lucy. <laughs> well, it's it's um if 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 you understand that healing is your nature and give it serious thought to understand what nature is, then you would stop doing everything that you're doing to get healed. And, and have and, your healing. And have your healing. And if just like it is your nature to eat, is your nature to walk, is your nature to think. You can sit down and actually express your nature. And if you want to be serious about expressing your nature in a particular way to develop that aspect of your nature, as I, as we said before, you actually what you do is that you create a plan. Right? And just as you can create a plan and manifest a business. You can create a plan and live in healing. Nobody's ever thought about the fact that you can actually plan to be healthy. What you do is that you go by the, the physician and the physician says, you have this and expect this. And you know you will go home and create a plan in the expectation of that. And but, carry these medicines on but, this time frame. Mm -hmm. What's the type of plan the outside world creates? The plan to be unhealthy. Exactly. You expect this, and you're doing all of this, and then you're going to get all the medication, and you're following the plan. That starts with the very first time you visit the doctor when you're an infant, and the doctor asks Mama, all right, what's all the stuff that you got that your mother had, et cetera, et cetera? It starts there. It starts there. You literally Suddenly, you're planning, or actually your parents and the doctor, y'all are planning what your course of health is going to be based upon theirs. Yeah. So technically, you could say that you are planning to be sick. Yes. And guess what? Your plan comes into manifestation. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. So now we start planning to be divinely health. To, to divine, divine health. And it's so simple. All you need to do is to understand this is your nature. If you could plan a meal plan for your day on a daily basis, you could plan your healing. Like make a decision. A decision always, always expresses itself in the scriptures as a plan. You cannot, you cannot ex execute a decision if there is no plan. Even the scripture says, commit your way. Just commit your plan to the Lord and he will do it. So we actually have to move from that whole idea of receiving. As we spoke in the previous episode, you're going to need gym, you drink one protein shake. God, wear, wear, wear my muscles. 
That's literally what you're doing. Uh, as as you know about me, I never mm. use the word receiving. Right. Because we've already received his spirit. We already have our healing. It always comes from within. Yeah, 1,000%. 1,000%. Comes from within and radiates outwardly. Yeah. So, with that said. With that said. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be healed. Be. And, and be a blessing. Amen. That's, that's my regular prayer. And that is a prayer. It is. That's what I'm... Actually, it's a decree. Yeah. That's why I'm speaking over every single person right now. Thank you, Jesus. Bam! And boom. <laughs>